0: Are the media ready to give up on Joe Biden and his history of corruption? California Governor Gavin Newsom seems to be positioning himself to take Biden's place. Plus, Fox News' Brett Baer has been tapped to moderate the first GOP presidential debate. All that and more. I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13 Minute news hour. And God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with Joe Biden and the fact that the tide may be turning on his presidency. And I'm not talking about general public opinion. As far as American voters are concerned, Biden's approval ratings started heading downward during his first summer in office, and they have never recovered. The American people think Biden can't handle the job. It's as simple as that. Here's some recent polling presented on NBC's Meet the Press on Sunday.
1: Biden's job rating sits at just 43%, about where it's been since the withdrawal from Afghanistan. 53% disapprove. Uh, A full 68% of voters, including 43% of Democrats now, uh, which is twice what it was in 2020, say they are concerned that Biden does not have the necessary mental and physical health to be president.
0: In addition to job approval, NBC News also reported on whether Americans think the country is going in the right or wrong direction. After all, some may think the person in the White House is a complete vegetable, but if it doesn't affect your daily life or your perception of the country, change isn't likely to occur. But as you'll see, that's definitely not the case with Joe Biden.
1: Just 20% of voters believe this country is headed in the right direction, 74%? say the nation is on the wrong track. Let me tell you something about this moment. We have had this sustained period of 70% about a year now. Uh, The last two periods in the history of this poll that we've had this kind of sustained negativity about the direction of the country was before the 92 election and before the 2008 election. Both of those changed the party controlling the White House.
0: That's just incredibly bad. And that brings us to our next level. The president can be bad. The American people can also think he's bad for the country. That's the case now. But even with those factors, Biden could still be in good shape if the left-wing media continue to cover for him, ignore real, substantive news and what's going on, and say, focus on Trump indictments or something like that. And this is where the tide may be turning. Every day, more information comes out about illegal activities of the Biden family. And if you've noticed, the legacy media outlets, which have ignored these stories, are now starting to cover them. Here's ABC News.
2: Republicans on Capitol Hill who insist he got off easy, releasing a whistleblower transcript alleging the younger Biden got preferential treatment. The lead IRS agent investigating Hunter Biden, telling Congress they uncovered evidence the president's son pressured a potential Chinese business partner to move ahead with the deal by invoking his father. Allegedly writing in a WhatsApp message, I am sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled.
0: Hunter Biden is doing deals in the presence of his father, and they are both wondering why the deal hasn't been fulfilled. That one message right there contradicts everything Joe Biden has been saying, and it's being reported by ABC News. Here's CBS News on Hunter Biden's recent plea deal on tax evasion charges.
2: One of the IRS whistleblowers, Gary Shapley, told congressional investigators under oath, I am alleging with evidence that the Justice Department provided preferential treatment, slow-walked the investigation, did nothing to avoid obvious conflicts of interest. The allegations went further that the Trump-appointed U.S. Attorney David Weiss was blocked from bringing charges in Washington, D.C., California, and sought special counsel status, a claim denied by the Attorney General.
0: So that's ABC and CBS. NBC News also carried coverage of the IRS whistleblower and the corruption within Biden's Department of Justice. All of this just feeds into the momentum that's building. The GOP-controlled House is continuing its investigation into Hunter and Joe Biden, with more details emerging of millions of dollars in payments to the Bidens from foreign agents around the globe. Of course, there are still some like left-wing radical Hakeem Jeffries continue to say that all is well, and it's the Republicans who are out of control. They're peddling conspiracy theories before the Judiciary Committee. The oversight chairperson is totally out of control and unhinged. What a piece of work. But comments like that aside, just watch in the upcoming weeks if pressure doesn't continue to build. If the Democrats think that Biden is lost, then their allies in the media will gladly help bury him. All right. Next, let's talk about California Governor Gavin Newsom. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Okay, next let's talk about California Governor Gavin Newsom because if Biden is going to be pushed aside, the person who may end up in the spotlight for the Democrat presidential nomination is the California governor. But let's be clear. The only difference between Biden and Newsom is that Newsom is younger. He's just as radical, or more so, and his policies are driving people out of California. When you think of the regulations, taxes, homelessness, crime, deteriorating living conditions, far less social policies, and more, what you get from Newsom is exactly what Americans are rebelling against across the country. But as we heard from Newsom's interview with Sean Hannity right now, Newsom thinks Biden is just the greatest guy in the world.
1: And kind of decency and character. I, I want somebody America. that can stand up to China, Russia, Iran, and North He's Korea. He's doing, I think, a master. We've united NATO in ways it's never been united. Russia's How never been. How would you have weaker. handled the Chinese was- spy balloon? What would you have done? Oh come on! I, you know what? What would you have done? I don't have the details of knowledge of the nuances. Based on and what facts. you know, Based I would have it. taken that sucker out of the air before well. it even hit our yeah, I mean, airspace. Yeah, may have put a lot of people's lives at risk when they originally talked about it, and there was a reason they delayed those first uh, attempts to do that.
0: Biden is a man of decency and character. Give me a break. What we are learning is that neither is true, but that's Gavin Newsom outwardly expressing support for Biden. And yet, he's been upping his profile over recent months, including the sit-down interview with Hannity. But here's the thing. Newsom is a progressive radical. You name any social or fiscal policy of the far left, and Newsom embraces it. With sky-high tax rates in California, Hannity asked Newsom, how much the 1% should pay? Here's the non answer.
1: There's different states. So, for the top 15, state, 20% same, of people uh, that make the most money, how much out of every dollar they make should they be able to keep at the end of the day, all taxes? I, that, you, if, if I'm the president of the United States, I have one. Answer to that, I'm governor, I have another answer, I'm mayor, I have another answer. I'm looking answer. for your philosophy. I believe in progressive tax policy, not regressive tax policy. I believe in doing what we can to protect the middle How class much and working out of families. Every dollar and should people I believe those it? that have done well okay. uh, should pay a little bit more.
0: Classic stuff. He
1: won't answer the question because
0: the answer is not a number. It's a talking point. As long as Newsom and other leftists can simply say, that person should pay their fair share or that person should pay a little more then you all of a sudden have concepts like a little more or fair share that have no real definition and certainly no concrete number. It's just a scale that the Democrats want to push up and up and up. And then there's Newsom on guns. On a recent appearance on NBC's Today show, Newsom talked about his pitch for a gun control amendment to the Constitution. Saying he's fed up with Congress's inability to act, I mean, California Governor Gavin Newsom one is one proposing something that's never that's done before on gun control. That. Having states work together to pass a U.S. constitutional
2: amendment on guns that would implement four measures nationwide. Raise the minimum age for buying a firearm to 21. Mandate universal background checks. Require a reasonable
0: waiting period for gun purchases. And ban the sale of assault rifles to civilians. Ah, the leftist favorite idea law, the assault weapons ban. I guess it doesn't matter that more people are killed with hammers in this country than rifles or the fact that we have our Second Amendment rights. The left loves to go after the guns. Handguns dramatically outpace rifles as far as the weapon being used in homicides. But the left sees so-called assault rifle as the first step and believe it would only be the first step in taking more and more freedom away. And that's Gavin Newsom, the guy just itching to replace Joe Biden. All right. Next on the topic of running for president, the first GOP presidential debate is right around the corner, and more information has come out on the specifics. Fox News' Brett Baer and Martha McCallum will serve as the moderators for the first Republican primary debate, which will occur on August 23rd and be held in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Milwaukee will also be the site of the 2024 GOP National Convention. So in less than two months, the candidates will get to start making their cases to Republican primary voters and the field is certainly getting crowded.
2: Our country's in a lot of trouble. Pence's announcement coming hours after former New Jersey governor and 2016 hopeful Chris Christie launched his campaign in New Hampshire. Wasting no time, he took direct aim at the current front runner. Let me be very clear. I am going out there to take out Donald Trump. Doug Burgum, a former software company CEO turned two term North Dakota governor throwing his hat in the ring. The long shot candidate says his business experience puts him in a position to improve America's economy.
0: So that's Pence, Christie and Burgum as recent announcements to go along with top tier candidates Trump, DeSantis, Haley and Tim Scott. In addition, other announced candidates include entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy. Pastor Ryan Binkley, talk show host Larry Elder, former GOP Congressman Will Hurd, jeez, former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, businessman Perry Johnson, and Miami Mayor Francis Suarez. That's 14 candidates so far, and some feel that the field is too crowded.
2: The packed field, leaving some voters scratching their heads.
0: I see so many people throwing their hat in the ring for this race, and the oversaturation uh, just leads to a confusion in the parties.
2: The Republican Party wants voters to make up their minds sooner rather than later. The RNC is launching a campaign to urge GOP supporters to bank their vote early in 2024. Do you
0: think the field is too crowded? In 2016, there were 17 candidates, and those debates were fantastic. My entire family watched as candidates rose and fell. Remember Jeb Bush trying to look like a tough guy? Now, regardless of how many are declared, according to the debate rules put forward by the Republican National Committee, not many of them will be invited to the August debate. The RNC rules state that candidates must poll at least 1% in three different polls. In addition, candidates must have a minimum of 40,000 unique donors and at least 200 unique donors per state in at least 20 states. That gives us Trump, DeSantis, Pence, Haley, Scott, Christie, and Ramaswamy as those currently able to be on the stage for the first debate. It should be entertaining for sure. There's no doubt that Trump is the front runner by far. DeSantis is clearly in second place and the others are in single digits. The key will be how these other candidates sway Republican voters to go against the guy at the top of the polling. And next, just briefly, I want to say how happy I'll be at the end of this week as Pride Month finally comes to an end. Veterans get one day of salute. Fallen service members get one day of remembrance. But the LGBTQ lobby gets an entire month, and we've seen the backlash. People have reached the breaking point and are sick of transgender ideology, kid-focused hypersexuality, and overtly anti-Christian organizations being given the spotlight. And just when the left tries to convince Americans that, oh, it's just about love, then we see what's really going on at these so-called pride parades. We're,
2: here. We're, here. We're,
0: We're coming for your children. That's what's going on, folks. And this was just a quick reminder to keep speaking out, keep taking a stand, and continue to send a message to woke companies that we have no problem going elsewhere. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And remember, today's show's one sheet is available to Patreon supporters using the link in the description. The one sheet gives you the links to all the videos and stories used on today's show so you can dive even deeper into each issue. And with that, our next show will be Wednesday evening at the usual time. Until then, I'm Bobby Everly. This is a 13-minute news hour.